Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your co-host, Angie Rogers-Howell. Now, what is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast where we feature awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. Today, our premier sponsor is Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Find out more about them at LuckyTats.com. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Amanda Hughes, owner of Forever Young Children's Boutique. Every kiss begins with K. So you know the commercial, you see it on TV all the time, every kiss begins with K, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, we didn't really watch a whole lot of commercials growing up, so I was not exposed to this my entire life. But now I have been, and mm-hmm. until last year, I, I didn't understand that there was like a double meaning. Every kiss begins with K, like K jewelers, yeah. right? And every kiss begins with K, like the letter K. <laughs> And it's like a light bulb moment for you. A light bulb went off. I was like, oh my goodness, I feel (laughs) so dumb. Uh, it's kind of like one of those memes you you see on Facebook now. It's like, I was this, this mi- many days old when I learned this. Yeah, I was today years old. Well, yes. I was today years old or a year <laughs> ago years old when I figured out that every kiss begins with gay has two meanings. And you know what? I'm not what? the only one. I know. Recently, you've uh, you've talked about that with this with someone. I have. Well, Amy here in our office, I was talking to her about that. And she was like, oh my gosh, I am today years old. I did not know that either. And I was listening to another podcast because, you know, I love... I love my podcast. How many podcasts do you listen to? Mm, I do not know. I don't have a count. A lot. I'm going to say at least 20 because you're always talking about them. And yes. I'm like, I, I don't know what you're even referencing useful here. information on these things. But anyway, you were listening anyway, to one. I was listening to one. It was the armchair expert with Dax Shepard, who's my secret boyfriend, so I love him. <laughs> but so I was listening to him and he had Lauren Graham, the mom from Gilmore Girls. You right? mean the girl from Bad Santa? Also the girl from Bad Santa. That's how I remember. Yes, yes, yes. We know. <laughs> we, we can't say that on this this podcast. <laughs> That's right. This is this is this PG. This is family friendly. Anyway, she was on there talking, and somehow they got talking about this K Jewelers commercial, and she didn't know it either until Dax Shepard told her on the air. Like, it was a light bulb moment for her. So <laughs> I am not the only one, and I don't know if that it speaks good or poorly of the K Jewelers commercials. I mean, they've well, been I'm, running them for years. I would say if you took a poll, probably 80% of people would get it. You're one of the 20%. Uh, I guess I'm, well, yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm... <laughs> And I think you've overthought the whole thing, so. Well, well, now I have, now that I know (laughs) that I'm in the minority or whatever, so yeah. Every kiss begins with K. Hi there, Matt Howe introducing you to Purple Hippo Ads, local digital advertising. Let's say you want more qualified customers, clients, and donors in your sales funnel. We create display and text ads targeted to attract those visitors to a landing page with specific information and an intake form for them to contact you. We manage, tweak, and adjust the campaign to optimize every click and gain more conversions. Purple Hippo ads are perfect for discounts, offers, email opt-ins, events, introducing new products or services, increasing donations, or finding qualified job applicants. Interested? Great. Just fill out the contact form on purplehippoads.com and let's talk. Our premier sponsor today is Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at schaeferleadership.com. What do they have coming up? Coming up, they have a Lunch and Learn on December 17th. With whom? With Terry Witt Bailey. She is going to talk about It's Not Who You Know. 
Many times people try to make an impression at social gatherings or try to get noticed for a promotion by passing out business cards or giving their elevator speech. If everyone is doing this, then how will others remember you? As you create a legacy or professional pathway for yourself, who will know you and what will they say about you? This workshop will provide attendees with life skills that will help them not only get noticed, but be remembered and talked about after you have left the room. You can find out more at SchaeferLeadership.com. In the studio with us, we have Amanda Hughes from Forever Young Children's Boutique. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. The sun's shining and um, just in a good spirit this morning. Good. Well, very well good. thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Well, tell us about your store downtown Muncie. So we opened in 2016. We opened in the holiday season of mm-hmm. 2016. So it's been, this is almost our fourth Christmas. Nice. We're really excited to be downtown and see what downtown's becoming, really. Nice. So. And you guys are in the Rose Court? We are. Rose Court building. And I have to say that I had never been in that building until we looked at renting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is beautiful. It is lovely. I right? mean, the historical views that are in there is just so pretty. It's it's kind of a place that you want to see and check out. Yeah. You have, and you guys so. have that big storefront. So I'm sure you can see everybody who's like walking by and doing Yes. Doing I love downtown. the front window. That's like one of my things. I love to decorate it mm-hmm. and just make it, I don't know, it kind of reminds me of like downtown New York, you know, Macy's. <laughs> Every time I vision my window, I'm like, oh, I want people to like see it and love it and spark their eye. So yeah, I oh, love yeah. that front it's, window. It's always cute and nice. I like to look Thank at you. the window. You're <laughs> so what made you uh, go this route with the store we were actually we weren't living in Muncie at the time I was living in Fishers Um, my husband traveled for work and we kind of um, had moved there for a few years we had just gotten married Mm -hmm. I had always envisioned doing something I wasn't quite sure what it was but I'd always been kind of an entrepreneur at heart doing small little business side things all the time and once I had my daughter I was always shopping boutiques for her it was fun the things were unique yes they might have been pricey but I enjoyed them and it was fun to see the things on her and so I wrote out a business plan Mm -hmm. which I had went to school for business so I had that done and I sat on that business plan for four years after Mm -hmm. having her (laughs) because I just enjoyed my time at home with her Mm -hmm. so I'd had it done for a long time and when we got pregnant with her we decided we want to be closer to family we moved back to Muncie and my husband just encouraged me to go for it Um, I had been working part-time and we said let's just find a place and open the business now that I kind of could so Mm -hmm. So um, 2016 was the year. I don't know. I sat on it for so long. And then finally it was like, let's just do it. Well, very good. Tell us about growing up. Where'd you, where'd you grow up? Fishers or someplace different? I actually grew up here in Muncie. Okay. Um, born and raised here in Muncie on the south side of town. Rebel. All Yes, I am a rebel. <laughs> All of the schools I went to are closed now, which is kind oh, of interesting. Yeah. It's kind of sad. But yes, born a rebel. We kind of joke about it because I was very, I'm very much a city girl mm-hmm. and my husband's very much country. So okay. I'm, It's a hard mixture. I'm like, I'm city girl, you know, wannabe country. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I'm born and raised here and family of four siblings. Mm -hmm. So I'm the second oldest and then I have two younger brothers. 
You say you yes, studied I did. business. Yes. So. I went to, um, started out at Ivy Tech, Okay. did a few years at Ball State, and then we actually finished our degree at Anderson University. So we graduated from Anderson University. You okay. say we, you and your husband both? Yeah. Are. Yep. Okay. We did the program together. So. Okay. Really? Yeah. All before kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yes. an easier way to do it. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, we went to school full time and worked full time and same. How'd you do me? Well, kind of funny. I'm surprised we didn't know each other before. All mm-hmm. of our friends knew each other. Oh. And um, our college years we were out and about or on ball state campus mm. and met each other at a bar okay and we have not been apart a day since which bar um dill street see yeah. it's close too <laughs> yeah, there's a common I theme with you. Oh, yeah, everything. i just close and everything down yeah I was, so. I was just happy you didn't say the chug so yes oh no <laughs> hey, I'm that's sure not really many, a girl's bar yeah. <laughs> many a relationship started at the chug yeah right? uh, and in there too. and ended maybe. <laughs> oh that's fun so how'd you end up in fisher's my husband was traveling. He was um, in a position where he would be gone ma- majority of the week, and then he'd be home on the weekends, mm-hmm. and just wanted to be closer to the airport, because by the time he'd get home, it was another hour, 45 minutes just to drive back to Muncie. So we decided to split the difference and move to Fishers, moved down there, and that worked out for a couple of years. Then he got a new position, and things changed. We got married. We had kids, and mm-hmm. that kind of brought us back this way. What we consider home, yeah. you know, Muncie. <laughs> I, I used to live in Fishers, and I feel you as well. I, I tend to be... I can kind of be a city city kind of girl, although uh-huh. I've you know now I live I live on a farm in farmland. Yeah, so it's <laughs> just this morning yeah. we sell a fox across in the our, road yeah. from our house. Yeah. yeah, that's how country we are. <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty country. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's funny when people talk about it because we don't do a whole lot of animals. Because mm-hmm. I'm I don't know I'm just very particular about animals. I'm like we can't hunt on the property. I don't like to kill animals. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do cows. I don't want to kill them. <laughs> we keep a couple chickens mostly for the eggs. Yeah. Nice. That's nice. That's about as much as we do. That's 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 how country we are. We've had two (laughs) rounds of chickens uh, a few years ago, and Mm -hmm. uh, they lasted at least a year. Gave us some. They gave us a lot of eggs, but then neighbor predators. It's it's pretty rough out in the country. Yeah, Yeah. it's a circle of life. (laughs) Things happen. We can't talk about it, but things happen. Uh huh. Yeah, (laughs) it's true. We had about eight chickens. That's what we started out with, and then we got down to zero. I don't know what gets them, but something does. Yeah, yeah. always seems There's like something. something, and you're like, I don't chickens. see anything out here, but it's so sad. I, I know. know. So then you have to explain it to the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our daughter has gotten used to a, the circle of life and things. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, well, those chickens are no more. She's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. So you mentioned kiddos. One kiddo, more than one? I have two. Okay. Yep. We have a daughter who is six, going on like 20. Yeah. <clears throat> I know. 16. I don't know why they grow up so fast in their attitudes. It's I'm like, so if funny. you roll your eyes at me one more time, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to lose. And this morning, I told her something, and she mocked me, and she said, me, 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 me. <laughs> and I about lost it. Yeah. Oh, I, I feel you there. Yeah, she's... She's fun. Mm-hmm. She is like a little miniature me. She looks just like me, but she acts like her dad. <laughs> <laughs> we we have fun with it, and it's fun to do girl things with her, and That's she's fun. super girly. And then I have a son. He's three. Oh, okay. And he actually looks like my husband, but he acts like me. So oh. we kind of, it, yeah. it goes back and forth, you know. But things yeah. work that yeah. way. <laughs> it's fun. They tend to do that. Yeah. I enjoy both of them. All right. Getting back to the business a little okay. bit. Tell me about the business plan. And like you said, you sat on uh-huh. it for about four years. I'm interested in the research you did to say, this is going to work. This is going to work in Muncie, mm-hmm. downtown Muncie. Go. <laughs> that, <laughs> you're like, it's, uh, let's it hope is, it works here. <laughs> yeah. It is very interesting how we ended up down here. Um, we actually did a lot of research and looked at being on the Galliard mm-hmm. for a long time. I just didn't know if the traffic 
would be what we needed it to be. What brought us down here was just knowing that the Hayloft was here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just having that base of a boutique already down here. And I wanted to create that atmosphere. You kind of feed off one another. Mm-hmm. And to already have her here was great. And then as soon as I made that decision, then the soap shop moved in, not mm-hmm. even six months later. That kind of brought us all together. And of course, yeah. we've got great restaurants now. Always had Vera Mays, but mm-hmm. picked up Ron Lahoti's Steakhouse. Uh, mm-hmm. We have Casa del Sol. Mm-hmm. And then just recently, a new place moved in where the old Mark Three was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Interior Interior design. Design. Interiors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even more boutiques coming yes. in. Yes. Um, and then, of course, we have Ivy Tech that will be big time opening soon. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so I think we're going to double the, the foot traffic downtown just yeah. with some Ivy Tech students. Students mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, I agree. My hope is that people support it and we can stick around. But, you know, for small businesses to succeed, it takes that continued support. Absolutely. And we have to learn to grow and feed off one another and promote one another and be there for one another because if not you know it's hard yeah well and i've seen some of the small business community downtown come together especially right around halloween yeah you guys all Mm -hmm. you kind of spearheaded it right awesome yeah uh what did you call it um tricks and treats awesome i'm like (laughs) there there was some kind of name for it but i can remember so yeah Yeah. all of the downtown businesses who are staying open Mm -hmm. you had signs that you hung in your 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 shops and everything just to kind of encourage trick-or-treating and Mm -hmm. kids to come in yeah we're just trying to do family-oriented events that you know don't cost but get people down here just so they can see it just takes people knowing what's here to kind of spark that interest and say oh yeah maybe i should go there to get this this time instead of clear to this side of town or you know right. to ordering my it shops. online and mm-hmm. things like or that. online yeah mm-hmm. exactly the weather was horrible for that event but we had a <laughs> great turnout i was really surprised good. that people still came out seen a lot of people we didn't know so it was exciting to do something like that that's good and yep. you do some events for you know mothers and daughters and yeah and things like that and uh, it's just always kind of cool to see what you put out on Facebook and, and things like that. <laughs> I know. I'm always coming up with crazy ideas sometimes. <laughs> no, I like uh, it. Yeah, it's, cool. it's fun. I consider my customers family, and so it's fun because when they come in, it's like I get to see the people that I see all year long. They yeah. all come in, and I just love it. When you I get to see them. those little kiddos, too. Yeah. Like, yep. they start out little, and they grow. You get to see yes. them grow and things like yeah. that, too. That would be cool. Yeah. I really enjoy it. Now, what's your range there of children's clothing? Children's what, what, clothing? What do you go up to, I guess? We started at just doing um, newborn up to size 7, and then now that we've been around for four years now, some of those kids we started out with have started to outgrow, mm-hmm. and we've had a lot of requests for for extended sizes. So we did start in extended sizes for girls that go up from 7 up to 14 now. Okay. So we carry a little bit in store, but we also have a group Facebook page that we kind of started all off there and get some feedback on what to bring in and what they want. So now we extend from girls, newborn, up to size 14s, okay. and boys up to size 7. So what do you do for fun when you're not at the business and with your kids and all that? One of my passions has always been dance. I grew up dancing in studio here in town. Now I teach. I've kind of went back and forth between teaching. When we moved to Fishers, I kind of stopped for a little while, just took a break. But now my daughter's in dance, so it's kind of made its circle around. Mm -hmm. Um, I've done tap, jazz, ballet, hip hop. I teach tumbling and cheer right now. So yeah, that's kind of what I do on the side. It's more my passion. Um, Mm -hmm. What's your favorite style? I grew up with a lot of tap. Tap is my favorite. Are you an early bird or a night owl? (laughs) 
my husband and I was showing him the questions and like, what do you, what would you say? And I said, I already know what I would say. Neither. Neither. I'm not an early morning person and I'm not a night owl. I like middle the middle of the day, of the day person. person. Yes. I don't wow. like to get up early. I, I like to go to bed early. It's like, yeah, middle of the day. That's when I have the most energy, the most mm-hmm. determined and when I work the best. I'm the same way. Yep. I, I hit my stride at like two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So yes. yeah. And Matt doesn't understand that because he's like, I am done. I'm checked out for the day. I'm checked That's out at four. Funny. I'm better in the morning and then I'm done at four. Mm. I'm like, don't talk to me at eight, nine, whatever. In I the can't morning. get up until the sun's up. <laughs> It's tough, yeah. and, and like this time of year, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's still dark outside. Yes, I know. I know. My daughter it's dark so dark early, like night. five o'clock. It's like, hey, it's night. It's, what yeah, happened? I know. It's <laughs> time for bed now. I know. Yes. <laughs> Zeus asked me the other day. She's like, why are you waking me up? It's still nighttime. I'm like, oh, nope, it's not. It's just time to get out of bed. Yep. What's on your bucket list? What do you want to do before it's all said and done? I'd like to travel. I'd like to travel with kids, but we'll see where they end up taking us. Um, <laughs> I've always wanted to go to France. Okay. Uh, I did four years of French in high school, and it's just always sparked my interest to go travel abroad and go to France and just kind of see what it's all about. I heard it's beautiful. So, yeah, yeah. I'd love to do that. But I'm also an outdoorsy type person, so we love to go camping, and people mm-hmm. always laugh at me because I love to, like, tent camp, you know, no glam camping. Oh, um, no. We're, and- we're all about the glam. <laughs> I am you a glam are. camper. We have to have a hot tub like I after walking my idea of camping Boom. is a cabin somewhere <laughs> that sounds just like my best friend yeah when she says camping she means sleeping in a, a yeah. cabin yeah uh, we've <laughs> done camping. tent camping but we're getting old yeah <laughs> i, like to have I just a gear mattress or at least, i don't know can't do it anymore so. yeah i'd love to go backpacking though i yeah. think that would be really fun and actually appalachian go. trail kind yeah of thing. maybe yeah. my grandfather did that and that's always kind of been an interest of mine to just be outdoors and that's cool. be one with nature <laughs> my, my cousin just did that and really he, i don't think he made the whole way because he ended up losing like several toenails and then some kind of weird crazy <laughs> oh, no. infection or something so he had to stop early and yeah. i'm like anything where my toenails might fall off is not yeah, something that, that i want to doesn't sound fun like i want to do <laughs> so yeah we have another friend who uh lives in haiti mm-hmm. and he like runs the mountains of haiti all the time every day oh, wow. like miles and miles at a time and yeah I like that sounds he's pretty amazing that sounds pretty (laughs) terrible hi casey i know we have an international listener he's told us that too so (laughs) yeah we better bring him in on the podcast now so yeah (laughs) what does success mean to you success to me is just giving something your all i mean whether you fail or succeed i think just going for having the passion for it and doing it with your utmost intent as good as you can do it that's success to me just giving something your all whether you succeed Things aren't always easy, mm-hmm. you know, and um, as long as you do your best at it, I think that that is success. Excellent. Good answer. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Are you a music fan? I am. I love music. And it's funny because I love all music. I really don't have one favorite. Okay. I love every, except for like rock and roll. I just can't take the metal, hardcore metal bands. But everything. <laughs> can't do from, <laughs> so, I know. I just can't. No. My husband, I know. When he gets in my car and he changes my radio station, I'm so upset because it's always like metal or rock bands. I'm like, no. <laughs> I have gained an appreciation for metal bands because 
Matt and his brother yeah. like them, yeah. and they like to go to concerts. It must have been what and, that age group. I think on. so. I, I think they all grew up on it. Yeah, I, yeah. So but I, I love, go. Yeah. But it's like, eh. So I won't see you at the next Slipknot concert. <laughs> no, you won't. You won't. I'm sorry. I don't think you'll see me either. I, I saw him. So I've seen him two or three times, and I I've just never become a fan of that uh-huh. band. But yeah. uh, other ones around there, I saw Volbeat this uh, past summer. Really like those. She's guys. like, I don't those even know cool. who those people are. Yeah. Exactly. But, I, know. I don't know. He plays it on. What? At home, and I'm like, Ugh, that's gross. <laughs> what was your first concert? You know, I can't even remember. I don't even know. <laughs> I didn't go to many concerts when I was young. Really, until I met my husband, I wasn't really a concert goer. But I know that I went and seen some famous country artist at Emmons. Um, I've been to like Leonard Skinner when I was, you know, college years. Yeah. But I didn't really. Ha- I mean, my favorite concerts to go see are country concerts okay. i love those i've been to like tim mcgraw um garth brooks luke bryan that's a favorite but yeah country concerts are my favorite country has really to me become more pop rock yes it um, has i went to see what jason aldean and i think the opening band had a guy with a mohawk <laughs> and a flying v guitar and i was like where am i <laughs> So, <laughs> is this a country concert or what? Yeah. yeah. They've done a good it's kind job, of a crossover though. now, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, ro- mm-hmm. it, it's, it's rock. It's country. It's cool. So yeah. That's why people like it. Yep. That's cool. I'm still a fan of like the 90s country. Oh, yeah. If I'm going to listen to country, yeah. I want it to be. We're totally 90s uh-huh. country people. Yeah. Well, that's when we grew up. So. Garth Brooks, Shania Twain. Come on. Oh, and that's yeah. still a little more like twangy, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Like the old country. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. not so old that it's like. Toby Keith before he got angry. Stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a secret hidden talent people don't know about? Not really a hidden talent. I mean, most people know that I've always danced or taught dance, but I do enjoy singing. It's not something I do publicly, but do you sing in the shower? I do. Well, I sing. Well, I sing a lot in the car. Okay, (laughs) car singing is the best singing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. You got a favorite book? I've mostly read like inspirational Christian-based stories, but what I've read recently is A Hands-Free Life, and it just talks about putting down your phone, being active mm-hmm. in the moment, um, being active with your children, not being on your phone all the time. Which... I have to say that's tough. Though. That is hard. Yeah, that that's is hard. hard right now. Yeah, it's very relatable to this generation, mm-hmm. I feel like, because it, that's what they're growing up on. I really read that and read into it, and I need to reread it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we can always yes, practice more because you fall out of those habits yeah. so easily. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, what's your most used emoji on your phone? Um, I would say the laughing, crying face <laughs> <laughs> because um, uh, just so many people in my life are just so happy and funny, and they just make me laugh all the time. So I'm always sending back, you know, the GIFs and the laughing, crying face because they're just so funny and it makes me laugh. But other than that, like the little heart, I do the heart a lot. The heart a lot. Also. Well, thank you so much for being our guest today. Really appreciate you coming in. Yes, thank you guys for having me. No problem. Fun. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Absolutely. Bye. We're also sponsored today by Lucky Rabbit Tattoo. Find out more at LuckyTats.com. Husband, who runs the world? Who runs the world? Girls. Girls. Well, at least at Lucky Rabbit, girls run the studio. What do you mean by that? Well, they have a female piercer. Okay. And Christy manages the studio. So she books all the appointments and sets the tone for the office and all that kind of thing. And she's also learning to pierce herself. 
Well, learning how to pierce. How not, to pierce. Not, not to pierce, pierce herself. herself. <laughs> maybe maybe she's practicing on herself. I don't know. Now, a short story here. I met Chrissy mm-hmm. uh, here recently as uh, Daniel was helping me out with a photo shoot oh, with yeah, Loretta with Parsons. Loretta. I got to I got to meet her. Got to and meet her. she's amazing. So definitely. Absolutely. Well, they are focusing on female empowerment. They try to make every woman feel comfortable that comes in. They've added feminine touches to their studio. They're approachable and friendly. They want every woman who comes in to enjoy their experience and leave feeling their best. So, you know, sometimes you go to tattoo studios and piercing shops and they're like dark and like heavy metal music's like, it's just kind of dude centric Dude or whatever centric, yes well this one is not like that i've been in there i've gotten tattooed there and it's very female friendly and if you mention our podcast apparently you can get five dollars off a piercing is yes, that true five dollars off a piercing that's awesome just say i, I listen to you, you on the good girl gone boss podcast boom five bucks off five bucks off there you go you can learn more at luckytats.com I see you have that book in your hand. I do. It's the 2,000 Questions About Me book that you got at Five Below, which means it's a $5 book. It was $5. $5. Which you also just saw at... Books a Million. Books a Million. They're in the mall. In the mall. And it was not $5. Was it more than $5? It was much more than $5. Well, see, I'm glad I got it for $5. (laughs) See, I'm a bargain shopper. Well, we are going to not ask 2,000 questions, but maybe a few questions today. All right. What do you got for me? All right. What is the best costume you've ever worn? Little black bug costume that my mom made for me back in uh, kindergarten because I was in a musical. She made the costume. It had an extra pair of arms that were held together by a fishing line. Oh, wow. So they all moved together. And I had uh, her 1970s giant uh, sunglasses. They were part of it. Plus, I think I had antenna. Yeah, that was my favorite. I used it as Halloween that year. And I'm pretty sure, because I was in kindergarten, I wore it around the house for like a month or two. Oh, I'm sure you probably did. (laughs) Is there a picture of this around somewhere? There is a picture of uh, me and my best friend lee in kindergarten with me dressed up he was in what looked like you know saturday night fever john travolta <laughs> like a leisure suit like a leisure suit <laughs> white leisure suit that's what lee was in i don't what know what play were you in that required a leisure I was suit a little and a black bug. bug sitting in the water little black bug doing water otter i don't know this. <laughs> And anyway, we had a frog and a duck, and there was something else. Maybe a snake. I don't know. It was red. Maybe like a dragon. I don't know. It was weird. I don't remember that much from kindergarten. So okay. there you go. There you what go. about you? Well, I never had costumes because we didn't do Halloween. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think, like, musicals and stuff. I, we just sang. Like, we just sang. Oh, wait. I was an angel one time in our Christmas play. Oh, yeah? Angel. Have the halo? I had a halo, like a little silver halo, and I had a solo. I was in kindergarten, too, and it was Angels Aware, and I could, I still know the, the I can't tell you the words any song on the radio right now, but I could sing you six songs from that musical when I was in kindergarten, <laughs> so there you go. Do you like sunny days or rainy days more? Depends on my mood, of course, but... For the most part, sunny days. I'm a sunny day I'm kind a sunny of person. Kind of person. Although I do have to say, so we live in a farmhouse, and yes. now our bedroom is on the bottom floor, the first floor. But we used to have our bedroom upstairs, and, and we, we have, have a tin a roof. Tin roof. And so when it when it was raining, it's just like light little like 
bitter batter bitter batter of the rain on the tin roof in the morning like on a saturday morning that was really nice i like that but now we're downstairs we don't have that anymore we just have kids jumping up and down upstairs once all these kids move out we can move back upstairs my plan is that we don't have to move back upstairs so we don't have to heat the upstairs and when we're old people we don't have to climb up and down the stairs okay here's the secret about staying young climbing up and down the stairs stairs i don't want to break a hip i'm just saying you're not gonna break a hip until you're like 65 we've got like 20 25 years here well that's true but our kid won't be out of our house for another 15 well that one kid (laughs) yeah she'll be around forever what is the name of the first album you ever bought and who was it by first album mm-hmm. mm. now now we're talking vinyl no uh, no because okay. i've never bought anything on vinyl I, I i can tell you the the first cd that i acquired when cds like mm-hmm. i was listening to tapes forever right and i can't but they were like your mom's tapes and stuff. yeah like they that. started out with like my mom's tape she had doobie brothers she was part of the columbia club you know yeah 30 <laughs> cds for a cent or something like that and then they screw you because they send you one every month and you forget to cancel exactly <laughs> and it's horrible to cancel that thing but the first cd i i did purchase was uh jimmy hendrix are you experienced okay my first cd remember when i was like 10 i got a cd player like one of the big boombox things with like the the speakers that detach or whatever (laughs) and it was like a piece of furniture practically anyway i got one of those for like my 10th or 11th birthday i think and then i got carmen on cd you got the carmen i did which do you remember which one and what famous song it might have been the riot cd okay we want a righteous invasion of truth (laughs) we want a riot righteous invasion of truth that's terrible i hate that anyway i do (laughs) Let me guess, he he talked through the whole thing. That one he doesn't talk through. Oh, that's amazing. I know. We have to find this song. Oh, I'm sure it's not hard to find. (laughs) (laughs) How easy is it for you to get along with people? I think pretty easy. Pretty easy going. I call you Mr. Approachable. Yeah. Matt's the kind of person, you go to a grocery store and people just ask him where the eggs are. Which, first of all, like, why don't you know where the eggs are? It's a gr- it's Walmart. It's not that hard. But you are that kind of person where people come, they tell you their entire life story. Yeah. They come in here to the farmhouse, they sit down and tell us everything that's on their mind. And so I think you're just a easygoing, so tell this, me everything th- person. This past Friday, I was in a, uh, a legion doing a gig. For, an American for, legion? An American legion. Okay. for. At first, like, nobody's kind of talking to me. And then the old veteran, he he said hi. And then by the time I worked up to the bar, I was talking to everybody on the bar. It oh, was yeah. a lot of fun. You were best friends with everyone. You probably knew their whole backstory and everything about them, how many kids they had and all kinds of stuff. Yep. The uh, lady who was uh, next to me, she was uh, in her, had to be 70. She was, she was a little older. Anyway, she was talking to me about living in Parker City in 1962. And that was before it was Parker City. It was only called Parker back then. They didn't put city on it? Not until later. Who taught you how to drive? (laughs) Yourself? I think so. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure it was, as a farm kid, it starts out with uh, you're riding in the tractor and you put your hand on the wheel and you go a couple of rounds. Sit on somebody's lap or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, you're like, again, kindergarten, first grade when I did that. Uh, Before you know it, you're eight and you're driving a tractor. We we got a uh, three-wheeler, a death machine, uh, (laughs) when I was in kindergarten. My brother was a little bit older. It was kind of for him. My dad got it in 1979 when you were born. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we rode around the uh, the hayfield and uh, kind of wore a path on that. Uh, I remember that day because I started going. Somebody was on the back with me. I hit a bump, and I must have, like, you know, my, my finger... Click the the off switch. Oh, I thought the thing was going to blow up. I thought I broke it. So 
I was really upset. Poor little Matt. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, six years old oh, on this thing. Oh, baby. It's like, it's like Audia riding that thing. I know. Like driving it who would by let, herself. Who would let someone do that? I love the 70s. <laughs> no. <laughs> we, no. We, we'll do a whole thing on that, on the, on 70s and how it- uh, 70s and 80s, how we're- oh, It's amazing it's we're amazing alive. It's amazing we're alive. So there yes. you go. Well, my dad taught me how to drive. I'm pretty sure my mom, I mean, my mom probably did too. But I do remember my dad would take me out. He made me learn how to drive on in snow because we live in Indiana. Snows. Yeah. So when it snowed, he would take me to the school parking lot and make me do donuts. And so the car would like spin and I'd have to like navigate and maneuver and all that kind of thing. I didn't like it. I think my, my first vehicle I drove, and I guess it was my dad. He might have been there. Might have been Mark. I'm not really sure. My brother. <laughs> But uh, it was old green, which was a 1960s uh, Chevy okay. truck. It's a uh, three, three or four speed, three speed. Yeah, one, two, three, and then reverse. So okay. there you go. Very it funny. was a stick, and it was like I can, I can drive any stick now because of that. Because you learned that, so you can drive a <laughs> stick. I cannot. I used to know, but I've forgotten, and I don't know how. But now that I've learned to drive, guess what? What? I don't like to drive. <laughs> how how often do I drive? Not very much. If, so, if somebody else is in the car with you, you're not driving. I will never drive if someone else is in the car. I never want to drive. But and you drive every day. I do drive every day. But if I had, if I office. became rich and famous, yeah. the first thing I would do is hire a driver. I don't need to be in a big fancy car. They could drive my car, but they could just drive me around. I'm driving Miss Angie. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're on Instagram at GoneBoss2K or you can find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you like what you hear today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Our premier sponsor today was the Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Check them out at LuckyTats.com. Have a great rest of your day and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone boss. boss.